Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This week on the Chicago Bears Review. An old familiar face came to town on Sunday as Lovey Smith returned to Soldier Field with his new team from Tampa Bay, looking to send the Bears back to their losing ways and stay in the hunt in their own division. Did the Bears hold the Buccaneers off, or did Lovey return home in style? All of this plus Bear Up and Bear Down on the Week 12 Review episode of the Chicago Bears Review. So it happened. The Bears met up against Lovey Smith and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers earlier today and came away with the victory. Oh, well, it was good to see that the Bears won this one, but it was an ugly, ugly football game. What's going on, everybody? Larry D. back for the Week 12 Review episode of the Chicago Bears Review. And, of course, we're doing this on uh, – because of the the road that we have ahead of us this week, uh, we're doing this on a short schedule. Uh, this week, we just had the uh, review episode preview, excuse me, episode come out on on Friday night. That was my fault. Uh, I'd finished the show late on Thursday. Thought about uh, you know uploading it on Friday morning. If anyone who saw the Facebook post, you knows what happened. I won't get into it, but I was held up on Friday morning. Forgot to bring my hard drive with me, my portable hard drive with me, so I could upload it at my computer at work. So it had to wait until Friday night when I got home. So the preview episode didn't come out until about 8, 9 o'clock on, on Friday night. Uh, but here we are. It is now 6.20 p.m. Central Time, and I'm recording the review episode. So not even 48 hours that the preview episode was posted. The uh, review episode is being recorded and will probably be posted within the hour uh, as well. So And then we'll be back again actually on... Wednesday, and I think that most of you probably won't see the episode until probably Thursday morning because it's it's going to be a busy week for me. And, you know, not just for the for the NFL or for the Bears, but but for me, um, I'm heading home to Chicago to see the family for the holiday, and I'm leaving directly from work uh, on Wednesday. And I'm I'm trying to think of um, how I want to uh, how I want to do it. Um, you know, it's a three and a half hour drive from. The Quad Cities here, right on the Mississippi River, right on the Iowa-Illinois border, uh, to my hometown of uh, you know Chicago. Or actually, I'll be staying at my mother's place in Evanston, which is uh, where I went to high school and such. So I have uh, entertained the idea of possibly recording the show on my personal recorder, uh, the 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 recorder that I usually use for the uh, knee-jerk reactions. Uh, that was more of a thought to do that as a uh, something to kill the time while I'm on the road uh, between here uh, and uh, Chicago. Um, I've also thought about recording the the show once I get to my 
mother's house um you know lots of ideas but the the what you need to worry about is that it will either be up late wednesday and i mean like after midnight on wednesday which would technically be thursday or you'll see it for most of you probably won't see it until first thing uh thanksgiving morning which means you'll be seeing the preview episode just before the bears and the lions take the field so um uh, that's the plan right now it may change uh i may just say you know what hell with it i'll do it tuesday night and post it wednesday you know we'll we'll uh we'll see how the week goes so it's a crazy hectic week that we have ahead of us uh the review episode will probably be on uh, maybe Friday or Saturday, I would say that uh, that would come out because we got to come right back again. The preview episode uh, for the Cowboys game will come out on Wednesday uh, next week as we play the Cowboys on Thursday night football uh, next Thursday. So crazy, crazy schedule, crazy hecticness going on. So, um, so yeah, so that's uh, the show business uh, for now. Uh, so uh, as I mentioned before, uh, we won. Uh, the Bears won the football game today. Um, it wasn't pretty. It, it just wasn't. We um, The defense was awesome. Let's just say that. Uh, two weeks in a row now, we've gotten steady performances uh, from the defense. Four turnovers today, five sacks of uh, Josh McCown, and those turnovers is ultimately what won us the football game uh, in the third quarter. Uh, the, we have nothing but the defense to thank for the fact that we weren't completely out of it at halftime because our offense mustered nothing uh, and uh, we only had a 10 to nothing uh, deficit to look at at halftime. But uh, we got knee jerk reactions. We got bear up and bear down. So let's go ahead and dive into the review, the Bears and the Bucks on Sunday afternoon. So it was a rainy, gloomy day at Soldier Field today. I think it rained just about every second of the football game, which may or may not have been contributing to the woes that the Bears were having, especially throwing the football uh, on Sunday. Jay Cutler only 130 yards uh, passing the ball. No interceptions, though, uh, for a change. But, uh, you know, it, it just the Bears came out flat uh, again. You'll actually hear me talk about it in the second quarter, uh, knee-jerk reaction but um, you know we'll stay in order here uh, first quarter knee-jerk reaction not really seeing much from either team you know both teams seem to be justifying their losing records uh, at this point in the season <laughs> knee-jerk reaction to the first quarter of the Bears and the Buccaneers and it has not been pretty uh, well at all actually uh, neither team is playing all that well um, except uh, you know on, on on the offensive side Tampa Bay is kind of dinking and dunking their way down the field, but they can't seem to close the deal. Uh, defense is playing bend but don't break for the Bears. And then on the opposite side, uh, Tampa Bay defense has been outstanding so far. They've already forced a turnover uh, from, from Jay Cutler. They sacked him, by my count, at least three times already in the first quarter, and the offense can't get anything going because, as I said before, uh, or during the preview show, 
the Buccaneers are focused on Matt Forte. They are keying on him. Uh, but the pass rush for the Buccaneers has been really, really good today. Uh, just before this uh, quarter ended, the last bear drive ended with a Gerald McCoy sack on Jay Cutler, which, of course, caused a fumble uh, that was recovered by Tampa Bay, and that's uh, where Tampa Bay is now, moving with the ball in bear territory at the moment. However, like I said, the offense for Tampa Bay hasn't been able to close the deal thus yet, so it's scoreless 0-0 as we head into the second quarter. <laughs> Forgive the uh, audio crappiness on this one. Uh, was a little bit under the weather, uh, or still am actually, because we're going through this. It was like 12 degrees on Wednesday, and then it was 50 degrees on, you know, or has been 50 degrees this weekend. So obviously it's, it's wreaking havoc on our immune system and stuff. You guys can't really hear it, but I'm a little under the weather right now. So I was watching the game in my bedroom. Uh, being too lazy to come into the living room and get my my usual setup, the microphone and the the recorder for the knee jerk reaction, I thought I was being. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet, crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships. The ZDX has track tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Resourceful by using the uh, the the uh, the little, uh, I have an app on my phone where I can record, uh, you know, record stuff on it. It's, um, and yeah, I admit it actually sounds good, except for the fact that I was uh, apparently a little too close to the mic. So every time I made a p- 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 noise, it uh, basically ripped through the microphone, and that's why it sounds the way it did. So my apologies. It sounds really clear until I actually start speaking, and then it all goes to hell. But anyway, uh, the point being, like I said, in that first quarter, the Bucks were far more impressive than the Bears were. Uh, you know, like I said, but the defense was holding strong. Uh, like a lot of dinking and dunking, bend but don't break. Uh, so you know Tampa Bay wasn't able to make anything stick on on our on our side on offense. Uh, you know, I like I said, I counted at least three sacks uh, on Jay Cutler, and I think that was all of them, to be honest with you, because uh, they only ended up with three uh, in the football game. But uh, that last one from Gerald McCoy being the one jarred the football loose. Uh, he came and got Cutler from behind, so it, was, it wasn't like. Uh, uh, last week when uh, or excuse me a couple weeks ago when Cutler got the ball taken away from him by by Peppers or anything like that but um, you know Tampa Bay was eventually able to turn that one into a uh, into a touchdown at the start of the second quarter you hear me talk about that here in just a second but um, you know it was very sloppy and and you'll hear me talk about it like I said here in the second quarter knee-jerk reaction uh, the way that the Bears were playing completely uninspired they're flat once again and my big question you'll hear me say it right here at the beginning of the the knee-jerk reaction i had a big question for the bears at the end of the second quarter (laughs) knee-jerk reaction to the bears and the buccaneers in the second quarter and i 
I, I just don't know what the Bears are waiting for. I, I just don't get it. I don't understand. Uh, they, uh, for the, you know, how many weeks? I, I mean, they really didn't even look like they had much of a sense of urgency last week against Minnesota, but they have come out as flat as possible uh, in this game against the Buccaneers. Uh, they've gained a total of 68 yards on offense. And just to give you a comparison there, Tampa Bay gained about 80 on their last drive, which ended in a field goal. Uh, right at the beginning of the second, uh, right at the beginning of the second quarter, after that uh, that fumble from Jay Cutler to end the first, uh, the Buccaneers were able to take that short field and turn it into a touchdown uh, to Mike Evans. Uh, it's 10 nothing now. We're going into the half. But with the way the Bears are playing, uh, especially on offense, it might as well be 100 to nothing because I don't see our offense putting two scoring drives together in the second half. It's just, uh, I just don't see it. Uh, we look terrible right now. We look flat. We look uninspired. Like last week's victory, basically, like they're relieved to have won last week and it's no big deal and everything's fine. Um, and, uh, you know, like, like again, you know, I said it before. I'll say it again. Look like a bunch of guys out there just going through the motions right now. <laughs> Like I said, no idea what the hell they were waiting for. They just, it, it, you didn't really get the sense that they were waiting for something, but that's the only question that came to mind as far as the way that they were playing. It's like, what are you guys waiting for? What do you need to, what is, what is it that needs to happen that's going to spur you along to motivate you to win football games? Because, you know, like I said in, in, the, in the reaction, uh, they just almost seemed like they were relieved like the pressure was off. Well, we won last week, so it's cool now. You know, everything will all fall into place and everything is, is hunky-dory. Uh, you know, you just kind of got to, you know, I don't want to say that they were loose, but there definitely wasn't a whole lot of uh, urgency out there uh, with the Bears. They were just, you know, like I said, going through the motions, just a bunch of guys out there, you know, collecting paychecks uh, at that point. Uh, you know, obviously um, not speaking about the defense. The defense was very good again uh, in in the second quarter despite giving up the 10 points that field goal drive was actually the only big drive that Tampa Bay had uh, in the football game because the touchdown drive that they had was on a short field because of the turnover uh, from Jay Cutler so you know when there's a when there's a short field and you know when you turn the football over on a short field there's only so much you can ask your defense uh, to do and um, you know which is actually the same thing that happened at the beginning of the third quarter. You actually hear an air of optimism in my voice as the third quarter knee-jerk reaction uh, comes your way. <laughs> knee-jerk reaction to the third quarter of the Bears and Buccaneers. And, well, what a difference uh, What a difference a quarter makes. I mean, good Lord. Uh, you know, remember all that gloomy, you know, horrible stuff I was talking about at the end of the second quarter? Yeah, that's... Total role reversal here. Um, the Bears come out with their opening drive, run the ball right down uh, the field, end it with an Alshon Jeffrey touchdown catch. Uh, then the Bears 
proceed to force back-to-back turnovers, both of which got the football back to the Bears inside the Buccaneer 20-yard line. Uh, on the on the first after the first turnover, a 13 yard touchdown run by Matt Forte, a one play drive to, to give us the lead at 14 to 10. Then we come out and we pick off McCown for the second time today. Ryan Mundy catches a tip drill pass, and a couple of plays later, Matt Forte with another uh, touchdown run, and, and just like that, it went from the Bears down 10 nothing at halftime with no hope to being up 21 to 10 at the end of the third quarter and we just ended the third quarter the best looking buccaneer drive of the day so far and uh Vincent Jackson fumbles the football and Tim Jennings recovers it runs it back to about the uh to about the bear 30 yard line i mean the the, the bucks were threatening to score on this drive to narrow it down to like a 21-17 deficit but the bears force yet another turnover the third the third turnover in a row uh, for the Buccaneers, it, it 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 is upheld upon review, and the Bears start with the football in the fourth quarter with all the momentum you can ask for, and up twenty-one to ten. <laughs> but that air of optimism wouldn't last long, and that's not because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers started to play better. It's just because we didn't we didn't play like uh, well again, same thing as last week. No killer instinct. We, we weren't out there trying to win. We were playing not to lose. I mean, I think Tressman, has, his confidence is completely shaken at this point because I think a year ago at this time, we would have been out there slinging the ball all over the field, trying to get it, you know, trying to get some more points on the board, put it in the end zone, that kind of thing. Um, but in, instead, and not that it wasn't working, but we were running the ball with, with Matt Forte, but – you know, there were like we would get in a, in a third and, and long situation, third and five, third and six, third and seven, something in that area, and then we would we would uh, you know, and and this is why I, I had a problem with Jay Cutler today. On third and seven, he's throwing the po- fo- football, he's dumping it off to Martellus Bennett, who's catching the ball about two yards from the line of scrimmage, and now he's got to go five yards to get the first down, but he's throwing it to somebody who's covered. You know, somebody's right there in coverage right behind him, tackling him three, four yards short uh, of the of the first down. And it's just like the Bears just got lackadaisical again uh, in the fourth quarter. Like they were like they just knew that they had scored enough points that, you know, Tampa Bay wasn't going to be able to catch him. Now, I actually talked about that in in the preview episode where it seemed like 17 points was the ceiling uh, for Tampa Bay. But. It's not really something that you want to find out. You know what I mean? It, it, not personally, uh, anyway. But um, you know, in the fourth quarter, the defense, uh, you know, was buckling down. Tampa Bay started throwing the football uh, a bit better, actually. Uh, Josh McCown actually threw for over 300 yards today, um, but those two interceptions, those were killers. Uh, Chris Connie had one in the first quarter, actually a decent looking play uh, on his part that killed one of their drives, and that Ryan Mundy. Uh, interception that was actually a bad throw uh, from uh, from McCown he was uh, he looked like he was actually trying to make something happen there he was trying to throw it to his back out of the backfield threw it too high it went off his fingers into Ryan Mundy's hands but uh, you know for the most part McCown was the better quarterback on the field which is which is funny to me but um, you know it it, it was just uh, again looked uh, it went back to what it was in the first and second quarter it looked uninspired we looked flat 
uh, we looked complacent is what we did. You know, we were just kind of trying to get it over with. We're trying to drain the clock and get it done and get the hell out of Dodge as opposed to trying to put at least three more points on the board and really put our foot down uh, on Tampa Bay's throat knowing that they just don't have it, but making the lead as insurmountable as possible for um, for, for Tampa Bay to come back back from. And then we just didn't do it. We just didn't do it. And, and for the second week in a row, a game that we pretty much dominated, uh, especially on the defensive side of the football, was a game that we were in danger of sending to overtime again because Tampa Bay had a late drive that they were coming in. However, <laughs> it ended in typical lovey fashion. It absolutely did. Um, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are third and short. They run up. They, they have a running play. Running, uh, running back gets stopped about, uh, you know, a foot. You know, actually, it was about a yard short of the first down. And it's about two minutes, 17 seconds or so to go uh, in in the game. Uh, Lovey, instead of calling a timeout uh, or anything like that, asking for a measurement, whatever, decides that they're going to just go. Just run the play, run the play, run the play. And Josh McCown tries to run the quarterback sneak. It gets stuffed. It gets stuffed, and the Bears' defense holds. They get the football back and so on. But, uh, you know, and then, of course, uh, you know, the Bears having – probably emotionally broken Tampa Bay from that point because Mike Evans, you could see him visibly on the field, was frustrated out of his mind. Number one, he was pissed on third and two or whatever, uh, you know, because they didn't get it. And then again, he basically went running, charging to the sidelines like, you know, what the hell kind of call was that? Uh, you know, showing his frustration with, uh, with the outcome of that. And even after that happened, the Bears go three and out and give Tampa Bay one more chance uh, to come back and, and try to tie the game up and defense held once again. Uh, if it wasn't for the defense, we'd have lost this game easily, just so easy uh, today. So the offense did close to nothing uh, in the football game. Um, as you'll hear me talk about in this last fourth quarter, knee-jerk reaction. <laughs> knee-jerk reaction to the fourth quarter, the Bears and the Buccaneers and for the second week in a row, the Bears win uh, by the same score, actually. 21 to 13 over the Buccaneers. Um, uh, you know, it. we won. We're five and six. We're on a two game winning streak. We got a big game coming up with Detroit on Thanksgiving Day that can really, uh, you know, really help us out. Um, but I am extremely, extremely worried about this game going into Detroit. The, the, the offense was extremely flat. Aside from that opening drive in the second half where they they scored on, on the opening possession, the offense was non-existent for the Bears today. Uh, the only reason that they were able to score uh, three times in the third quarter was on two occasions. The defense got them the football inside the Buccaneer 20-yard line, and you know they didn't have far to go to get points on the board. They didn't have to drive uh, the length of the field. Um, Forte did well running the football, but once Tampa Bay started clamping down on that, Jay Cutler, a complete non-factor in this one, only 130 yards passing uh, in the game. Uh, just a, a very poor effort from the offense. Defense was outstanding. So basically when the when bear up and bear down comes up, it's going to be a defensive heavy bear up uh, list uh, this week, and we're going to have a lot of bear downs on the offensive side. But 
We won. We're five and six, so the record's looking better. We're heading into this game against Detroit, who's on a two-game losing streak. So hopefully the Bears can uh, make us for a happy Thanksgiving and uh, keep Detroit on that slide. The offense really was terrible in this football game. 204 yards of total offense, and somehow we won. And how do we win? Because of our defense. Uh, it's only a couple of weeks removed from back-to-back 50-point performances as far as giving up. Uh, that amount of points and you know here they are two weeks in a row they basically shut down the opponent and the offense basically just scored enough to give us the win but never really got the defense off the hook not that they not that they've needed us to uh, in the last couple of weeks but you know you try to put the game in the offense's hands or to give the offense the opportunities to um, you know to take control of the football game and it just doesn't seem like the offense the last couple of weeks has been willing to do that uh you know we had chances last week against minnesota to put that thing out of out of uh, reach early uh we had a chance to do that this week against the buccaneers uh to put some more points on the board to make it a bit more insurmountable than it was before and we failed to do it each time uh you know whether it be from bad calls or just bad play which is what it was today uh, the, the offense was just piss poor. It was just terrible. Uh, aside from the 89 rushing yards we got out of Forte uh, today and his two touchdown runs, you know, the offense didn't, didn't really have anything uh, to be proud of. They gave up three sacks uh, in that first quarter. Uh, we turned the football over again, you know. So the defense, once again, uh, figuring out how to win a football game when the offense hasn't been perfect. Now, if we could just get this all going together, that would be outstanding, especially with um, with one of our with our toughest defensive test coming up on Sunday, and I mean that for both the offense and the defense, because our offense is going to face the number one defense in the NFL, uh, and our defense is going to be facing a very dangerous offense. So it's uh, it's going to be a very interesting matchup on Thursday, uh, which we'll talk about a bit more uh, in a couple of days. But um, you know. That that's pretty much it. I'm just going to end up repeating myself over and over again about how horrible the defense was. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm enjoy, enjoying praising the defense. It's a breath of fresh air from what we've been saying about them all year long up to this point. Uh, they really did really well. Even, even they, they got five sacks. They probably could have gotten about five more, actually, with the pressure that they were putting it on. But McCown being as good in the pocket uh, as he is, was able to shake loose and, uh, you know, avoid some of those sacks. But, um, you know, in the end, it's a win, folks. 21-13, to 13, the Bears moved to 5 and six so uh even though it's still kind of a fantasy the playoffs are not out of the question uh just yet um we got a big test with detroit and then dallas and then new orleans so the road is not over the fight still goes on um so there you have it so that's going to do it for the week 12 review of the bears and the buccaneers will you say we close everything out with everybody's favorite segment bear up bear down Okay, bear up and bear down for the Week 12 review episode of the Chicago Bears Review. And as I promised in the, uh, what was it, the fourth quarter knee-jerk reaction, this would be a very defensive-heavy 
bear up list. Um, I'm going to bit specific uh, for a moment. Uh, actually, I'm going to get general for a moment because, uh, you know, overall I want to give a bear up to both the defensive line and the defensive secondary for the Bears uh, today because uh, David Deal, who was a former offensive lineman for the New York Giants, was the color man for today's game, uh, you know, for the announcing team on Fox. And, um, you know, he said every great coverage is, you know, every good rush is, is a, you know, I'm paraphrasing. I, I'm not going to get it right. But um, every good every good coverage is a sack and every sack is good coverage, basically. And, and that's what we got today. Um, you know, th- th- sometimes like the 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 the, the first uh, the first turnover in the second half when McCown fumbled the football uh, was recovered by Christian Jones. It was actually a coverage sack, is what you'd have to call it. Uh, David Bass was actually coming off the edge, and McCown was rolling uh, to his left to try to get some more time to get the ball down the field, and gets caught from behind from Bass, knocks the ball loose, and you know. Great coverage set up that that sack. So, you know, and that's the other, you know, other thing, uh, you know, and it went the other way around uh, as well. So those two tandems work very well uh, hand in hand uh, throughout the football game. So in general, big ups to the bear up to the uh, defensive line and the DBs. Now to get a bit more specific with it, bear up to Stephen Paya, who's having actually an outstanding season. Um you know, the only thing that makes me worried is that this is a contract year uh, for Paya. So he's playing, uh, playing for his job. Um, so I, I fear that uh, he's, been, he's, been, he's been playing well because he's been healthy for the first time in his career. He's not constantly battling injuries or missing games here and there um, with a toe injury or a knee injury or, you know, whatever has been ailing him over the years that, uh, you know, he's been healthy this season. And he's been playing well as a result of it. I fear that if the Bears extend him and give him some money, that uh, all of a sudden those nagging toe injuries and knee injuries and stuff uh, will come back, and it will be like, yeah, to, you know, play, played great, but he's going to be out for three weeks because he sprained his big toe uh, or whatever. So, uh, uh, you know, it's kind of a typical thing that happens in the NFL, not just to the Bears, but I don't want to see it happen with Stephen Pye. I really like the way that he's been playing this year. He's been outstanding. Uh, for the Bears, uh, one of the few bright spots consistently on the defensive side uh, of the ball. Uh, also, want to bear up to David Bass, who you know his constant pursuit, his uh, endless pursuit, set up that fumble that got the Bears. Uh, you know, Christian Jones recovered it, and that set up the go-ahead touchdown. That was a lead the Bears would not relinquish, uh, thanks to that uh, sack by David Bass. Bear up to Ryan Mundy, right place, right time, got the ball. Uh, you know, was there waiting for the ball to land in his hands after it was tip drilled. Uh, McCown with a bad throw, overthrowing his running back, tips it up in the air. Ryan Mundy there and waiting uh, for the ball, which was uh, resulted in another Matt Forte touchdown that put us up 21 to 10 in the third quarter there. Uh, Demontre Hurst bear up to him for forcing the fumble at the end of the third quarter that killed uh, Tampa Bay's most promising-looking drive that would have put them back in the ball game once again. Because uh, if if the you know, and if you look upon on review, if you do one of those frame by frame things, you know, it was really really close. I would not have been surprised if that had gone Tampa Bay's way. It would have been their ball inside the five yard line and very very well could have scored, make it a twenty one seventeen ball game, and things get really interesting in the fourth quarter. However. You know, it was it was it was called a fumble, and it went the Bears' way. They held on to the ball. 
Um, and it was Demontre Hurst who knocked it loose on Vincent Jackson, who's that was only the second fumble that he's lost in his career. So not exactly the easiest guy in the world to get the ball away from. And Demontre Hurst was there and he knocked it out. Uh, bear up to Chris Conti, who had an excellent looking interception in the first quarter to kill uh, a drive for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, who made it through a game healthy once again. So bear up to him just for that. Uh, uh, bear up to Jay Ratliff, who's been an anchor for us on that defensive line. Uh, got another sack today. Uh, bear up to Will Sutton. He was the guy that made the, made the tackle on Josh McCown on that fourth and one situation at the end of the football game. Uh, bear up to Cornelius Washington. Um, you know, but, and, and this is why I, I threw the whole defensive line there in general. They did a lot of rotating today, and, and I think that's what helped us out uh, with our constant pressure was that we didn't just leave the same guys out on the field for five, ten plays in a row. They were rotating heavy today, a lot of rotation. David Bass and Cornelius Washington, our backup defensive ends, were out on the field, you know, in and out of the game constantly. So with a lot of fresh legs uh, out there getting after the quarterback. Cornelius Washington got a sack today uh, for the Bears. And then finally, our only offensive uh, bright spot, bear up to Matt Forte, uh, 89 yards, another, I think, another 20 or so out of the backfield, two touchdowns uh, on the day. So bear up to Forte, our most consistent player, uh, probably on the whole team, uh, actually. And then on the bear downside, Jay Cutler, you know, only 130 yards, Another fumble, even though there's only so much you can hope for him to do when a 330-pound tackle grabs him from, you know, plows into him from behind. Um, but, you know, another turnover, his 18th of the season. And then uh, bear down to Pat O'Donnell, who later on in the game had like a 20-yard punt and then another 25-yard punt. Uh, when the Bears had a chance to pin the Buccaneers back into in deep their own territory to kind of at least win that field position battle, uh, Pat O'Donnell was not punting the way the Bears needed him to uh, to help us out. So bear down to him uh, not having one of his best days uh, today. So um, I think that's going to do it. Um, so there's your bear up and bear down list. And, yeah, that's going to close it out for us uh, today. So that's going to do it for the Week 12 review episode of the Chicago Bears review. So we will be back on Wednesday. That is my goal. Like I said, I might record the show Tuesday night, post it Wednesday morning because the Bears are practicing tomorrow and Tuesday. So, you know, maybe I'll do it that way. Maybe I'll do it on the road on Wednesday night to give myself something to do and post it late. Uh, just keep your eyes open. Uh, for those of you who follow me on Facebook, on the Chicago Bears Review page, uh, keep your eyes on there. I'll try to keep you posted as best I can uh, to win, when to look for that preview uh, episode. So, um, that's going to do it for the Week 12 review episode of the Chicago Bears View. It's another happy weekend for us Bear fans. Only our fifth one uh, in the first 11 games, so just be grateful for that. And I am thankful for you as my listeners. Thanks so much for being loyal and listening to the program. Um, you know, hopefully we'll have some more fun uh, towards the end of the season as we got some tough games ahead. So. Uh, if I, don't, uh, if I don't get to you guys before the holiday, or if you guys don't get to me before the holiday, happy Thanksgiving to everybody, and we'll see you next time on the Chicago Bears Review.